How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Tuesday here on the show. We got a lot to talk about here today. Yesterday, we spent most of the show talking about Scott Hall, who uh, at the time was... Uh, was not doing well, and uh, yesterday at about 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, actually I believe that it might have been WWE that uh, made the first announcement that uh, that he had passed away. But uh, he passed away yesterday about 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern, and WWE had a graphic for him at the start of the show, and a video package later on in the show, which was a very, very good video package. Had a lot of people raving about it. And uh, I was told from somebody there that it was actually a very old video package, and they updated the voiceover, obviously, but that if you enjoyed it, they're working on a brand new one that is going to probably be a uh, WWE.com exclusive, but they have a, a new video package they're working on for Scott Hall that I'm told is really, really cool, talking to a lot of people. So uh, that should be up soon. But yesterday, we took a, a bunch of, of calls. And uh, text messages, emails. So uh, we are going to continue that today. If you have more that you'd like to uh, to say regarding Scott Hall, the uh, text message line 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. You can send emails, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And we will go over a lot of those during the show here today. Not really any news Uh, that we didn't talk about regarding Scott Hall uh, from yesterday. But uh, we could talk more about moments in his career, etc., etc. So feel free to uh, drop us a line with whatever's on your mind. And, of course, we've also got news. Cody, hopefully I can get that out of the way quickly. And we've got a NXT show coming up tonight. AEW is pretty much sold out tomorrow. WrestleMania. Lots of stuff to get into today. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, he is back. Yesterday went to uh, see the Boogie Woogie Man or something like that. I did. Yeah. Boogie's Compound. The Boogie Woogie Man's wrestling camp. And uh, Why did you go? Say what? Why'd you go? Here's... (laughs) Believe it or not, Kevin Gill has been talking about it for a long time. The wrestling announcer, most notably for GCW right now, has talked about his love of the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. And he's always talked about going, which and it's in Shawsville, Virginia. It's southwest of Roanoke. It is way down there in the hills of Virginia. And I said, hey, you know, if you ever go, let me know, because it would be a huge whirlwind. But I'll, I'll make that trip. And he said, well... Here's the thing. I'm going on Monday because they were down in Georgia, uh, down in Atlanta and Charlotte this weekend. So he ended up coming up from Charlotte. I made the eight-hour trip nearly. It's uh, about seven hours. With traffic, it felt like about 50. But it's it was a one 830-mile, 19-hour whirlwind to go down and see the Boogie Woogie Man and meet him down there. And it was absolutely worth it for somebody like me who was a big fan of Valiant, big fan of Mid-Atlantic and NWA wrestling, and just a big fan of history. He has got so much history all over that place and could not have been any nicer and sweeter with his time. Gave 
gave us a ton of it, just took us around, showed us everything. The property is incredible. So it was a it was a huge amount of fun, as you ended up seeing from the tweet that went out yesterday. They sure did. Well, let's uh, get into the news here, then we can talk more about that later. I want to, uh, we spent a lot of yesterday talking about Scott Hall, we'll talk more about that here in a while, but man, I, I logged in that chat and all I saw this morning was Cody. Do you remember, like, back in the early 90s when, you know, let's say that uh, that Repo Man was coming to, coming to Raw or whatever, and uh, you'd see these these uh, vignettes. Actually, you know what a great one would be with Scott Hall. When Scott Hall was coming as Razor Ramon, they they did vignette after vignette. He's he's out here doing this. He's out here doing that. He's flashing his gold. He's and you waited 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 and you, you watched the video over and over again every week. And then finally, one day, the guy showed up. Boy, do we live in a different time. God, last night. Hi! That's it! I'm done with this Cody thing! I'm I'm sick of it! I'm sick of waiting! I've heard that. Dude! <laughs> what we talked about yesterday is exactly where we are today. Originally, and this happens a lot in WWE, he was going to debut yesterday because it was Jacksonville. Well, he didn't. Did you watch the show? I think some of you didn't watch the show. You just got mad that he wasn't there. The entire show was built around Seth Rollins not having a path to WrestleMania. And he came up with this idea that he was going to basically steal his best friend's gimmick. Remember that old song, My Best Friend's Gim Mick? Well, anyway, that's what this was all about. So he wanted to do his own talk show, and he wanted to steal Stone Cold Steve Austin. And so Kevin Owens like, bro, this is my idea. You can't steal my spot. And so it led to a main event, a main event where Kevin Owens faced Seth Rollins, and the winner got the talk show in Steve Austin. And Kevin Owens won. And the show ends with Seth sadly staring at the WrestleMania sign as the announcers tell us, he doesn't have a match. He has no path to WrestleMania. He's going to be watching the show on his television at home. In what universe can you watch this show and conclude, ah, his Cody thing is all a work. He's going to run Ring of Honor. He's just going to go back to eight. Bro, I don't know for sure that he signed, but I would say, like, with about 95% certainty that he's signed, sealed, and delivered, and he's he's on his way in. Why there's no patience? Why people are so angry about this? I don't know. I mean, if you want to be angry about it, go for it. I've been sitting here on my own board for days reading about how poorly they have botched the debut of Cody, and now he's a failure in WWE. He hasn't even shown up yet! Whatever. I mean, do we even know what the holdup is? The holdup is, a... is they want to do an angle. That's so it. That... So what are people complaining about, you know? Because they want him here now. <laughs> I I heard he was going a week ago. I'm sick of waiting. I don't even care anymore. I'm going to go watch uh, Below Deck Mediterranean or what's the new one, <laughs> Temptation Island. I'm setting my DVR for ten- Temptation Island. I'm sick of waiting for this guy. They I'm going to go watch back. something else now. They've lost my fandom. 
Oh my god. Gross. The original Fox version of that. Did you ever watch god. that one? God. That was crazy. But look, hey. <laughs> this guy's going, Brian wants us to let it play out. Yeah, nothing's happened yet. <laughs> he hasn't even shown up. He hasn't he made his first appearance. I've heard what a failure his debut was, what a failure his run is, how they just don't know how to use anybody, how, bro, he hasn't even shown up. Where were all these people during the prediction show? Because apparently they're great prognosticators. Where were you? You better win. You better win this year. So the issue is they don't like what WWE was doing with something that they haven't even started. They're yet. very upset about an angle that hasn't even occurred yet. What they're they very gonna... upset about a debut that hasn't happened. What what if this whole master plan is something leading to after WrestleMania and they have some other sleight of hand? It for might Seth Rollins? be, but what it was will clear. These people, it was what will clear, these people do then? But they won't because it was clear if you watched the show <laughs> that they're doing an angle to lead to Cody versus Seth, which we've been talking about for weeks now. I'm sorry it didn't happen yesterday. I'm sorry it didn't happen a week ago, dude. Listen, here's the thing to me. There's plenty. If you want to say bad things about WWE booking or shaking, I mean, there's a million things you can bury WWE about. It hasn't even happened yet. Oh, why are we fixated on this of all things? Because it's Cody. God. Because it's Cody. This is why initially, after everything went down, I said, I'm already sick of this. Because it's got nothing really to do with the story. The interesting part of the Cody story for me will be written like five years from now. When everything shakes out, when all the emotions calm down, when we get perspective on what differences were. And uh, they hated each other that day. That's what I heard. They hated each other. It's like, no, they got into it over a meeting. They disagreed. They were hot with each other. They did hate each other for a couple hours because that's what happens in business. And then they did business again the next day. Maybe that didn't get reported. There's all of these things that when it comes to like the book or when it comes to the long-form newsletter that explains exactly what went down with Cody leaving, I will be interested in that story because everything will have shaken out by then. But in real time, you know what it I'm can gonna be do? quite, quite painful. I just had an idea. What's that? I just had an idea. What's that? And I hope you're all listening. All right. Okay. I am. What I'm going to do is in the final segment of this show, I'm going to open up the phone lines, Okay. Oh no. Yeah. And for 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 ten minutes, okay? It's the Cody prediction show. Okay? I'm not kidding. I want y'all to tell me today what's gonna happen with Cody by the end of the year. I'm gonna give a prize to the person that's closest. Okay. By the end of the year, not even the end of the month, not even leading into nope, WrestleMania. Nope, by the All end right. of the year, because boy, we've got this guy. This guy here says he's gonna be he's gonna be chasing the twenty four seven title, <laughs> brother. I want and I want your name so that I can ridicule you at the end of the year as well. I want everyone. the The last segment of this show is gonna be the Cody Prediction Show. I want you to tell me what's gonna happen between now and the end of the year with Cody. Okay, and I'm gonna give a prize. So, like, you can be all wacky and do, oh, well, you know, he's going to, uh, you know, you know, he's going to lose the 24-7 title to Tamina. You can do that if you want to, but you ain't going to win. Yeah, and I, just like, hey, listen, I give good prizes. There's no joke. Ask Mike. Is this like the prediction contest? Do they have to get closest or do they have to nail it? Whoever's closest wins. All right. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You're clear. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. By the way, if you go to my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, I retweeted a, a news story on the YWF, which uh, actually was from 1994. It wasn't 1995, because uh, we were still running shows at the at the gymnastics facility. It was before we got booted out for insurance issues, and I was forced to start a newsletter, and the rest is history. But if you want to check it out... Now, wait a second. It's up there right now. Is this a real news article, or is this out of, like, the free weekly? Bro, watch put, it. Like, it's the it's Daily a Shopper. video. It's Como News. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Slow news day that day, eh? You'll see, uh, you'll see the beast, the psycho... Young Sammy Guevara, the hitman who did the he wore his mask for the news thing. That was awesome. <laughs> I like the psycho's that. mother. That was a good one. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. And uh, yes, everybody, her, her. Frazier says he was real enough to make me think it was all real. He wasn't an exaggeration as much as an embellishment. Considering his demons came from the fact that he took a man's life, he looked dangerous because he was dangerous. And as a fan, his finisher looked dangerous, which made me think he was a badass. But as a man on the precipice of his 40s, there's a human connection watching him battle his demons. There's an inspiration that comes from the fact he never gave up fighting. He didn't want to give in to the PTSD and be a sober man because he knew that man was a better man, maybe a good man. There's something humbling that despite his mistakes and pitfalls, he never gave up on himself, that he tried to be better. And of course, is a reference to Scott Hall. This person here says, this is, uh, hey, yo, this is Don, the Don Rastberger. And uh, he's got a song that he was thinking of at the time. And uh, basically said, Scott fought valiantly with this and never tried to hide it. A model human being. Thanks for all of the wonderful memories. Hug someone that you love. I'm not sure if Scott Hall would say that he was a model human being. No, no. Scott Hall wouldn't even say Scott Hall was a model human being, you know. But he was uh, he was the ultimate pro wrestling character. For good and for bad, he, he exemplified pro wrestling, both in good and bad. Where else could a guy like that function achieve success achieve the notoriety achieve the fandom that he has to this very day where else what other sport could take somebody who's such a free spirit like scott hall and and make him the top of his chosen field and it did but also he came up at a time where what we know in hindsight now his mental health was Damaged a long time before he got into pro wrestling. And with all the drugs, with all the lifestyle, with all the booze, the booze that really, you know, really got him. You know, it also was a, unfortunately a pro wrestling story as well, too. I mean, it was the, he was the ultimate best and worst of everything with pro wrestling. And he should be looked at now as a the ultimate learning tool both inside the ring on what to do sometimes what not to do if you're trying to put somebody over but also how to carry yourself how to know your worth how to all that stuff but also obviously of what not to do and and the steps that other people need to take sometimes on your behalf to step in to make sure you get the help that you need and it doesn't get to that level 
As a widow of a man who died from a drug overdose, this person said, never got a chance to live his life clean and sober. I'm so glad that Scott spent his last years clean. He got to know how valuable to the world he is, loved, wanted, and needed something that my husband never knew. If you want Texas, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. And, uh, man, here we go. All the, all the oh other texts are about Cody. Should have known. <laughs> Cody didn't show up, but they said Seth's WrestleMania plans were dashed and that this was his nightmare. I guess they signed him and are just going to wait till next week. I'm pretty sure he signed. I don't know for, for sure, but... Certainly everything is, is leading in that direction. Can I ask you a question before you go on? Because mm. we, we kind of brought this up last week, and it's like, hey, you know, if they don't debut him in Jacksonville, I look at WrestleMania and I go, his name's not going to add one single buy. It's not to insult Cody, but with what they already have and with what the whole deal is, you know, would he be more impactful to kind of build it up and to heavy tease it where Raw, he's going to show up? You know what I mean? That next night, so you really have something to jump off on well, because we've seen there is no jump off. Really, you know, there's going to be a little bump, but there's not that bump that they used to get. But obviously, they have no other plan for Seth. But you know, I to me, I don't know. I, I still would have probably the idea of doing another plan for Seth for Mania and then having Cody debut afterwards. I, to me, could have just as equal as impact. You're looking at this the wrong way, Mike. In any other I'm, year then absolutely he probably should debut the night after WrestleMania so people actually care about the Raw after WrestleMania again <laughs> since they haven't done jack for the Raw after WrestleMania in years now. But we're, we're, at, a, we're at a two-night WrestleMania where there are like 58,000 tickets each night, and they want 80. So they're going to put everything that they can get on that WrestleMania card. You know, whether, whether you think he's going to sell tickets or not, they think we need to put every possible thing that we can have on both of these nights of WrestleMania because... As I've said it before, this this year's WrestleMania, getting 80,000 tickets, it's not about how much money you're going to make if you sell 80,000 tickets. It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter that the gate for Madison Square Garden was like $600,000. It's all about the, the uh, uh, whatever the word is. You know, they want people to think this is hot. You know, they want 10,000 people in Madison Square Garden, even if they lose money. They want they want 80,000 people each night at WrestleMania, even if, you know, whatever. That's more important. It's not like, you know, they, they made a billion dollars last year. It wasn't from selling tickets. <laughs> that means true. literally nothing. nothing. It's all perception. <laughs> and true. so they're going to throw everything on these two. Re- we got the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they shot an angle Saturday to do something with the guy on Sunday. We have got, uh, you know, Cody's coming in, and we've got uh, uh, Pat McAfee is wrestling, and Vince is going to be involved, and we've got uh, Logan Paul. Every, they're going to throw everything at this to try to sell those tickets. Man, talk about robbing Peter to pay Paul, too, because it's like you want to sell those tickets, but that Raw after Mania may not get that bump that you want, which, you know, USA could use that bump, obviously, for the sake that they're in. But then again, on the flip side, well, they got another name for Peacock and another big deal for there for the other part of the company. It's uh, it's funny how WWE, and very impressive for them with the way they have themselves, you know, intermingled with things right now, and it's amazing. Again, it's amazing how much USA is relying upon WWE. Good and good for business-wise for WWE, no question. 
This person here says, I'm not watching WrestleMania, but if they announce Cody, I will watch that night. I cannot be the only one. This person no, here. won't be. Won't be. Look, for AEW fans and for people that are partial there, whether it's to see Cody fall on, the face, on his face, whether it's to see Cody succeed because you like him, you have no animus towards him or Brandy or any of that stuff, whether people are hate-watching, there will absolutely be people that maybe would have been watching almost anything else and catching up on indie shows from the weekend, no matter what it is, that might say, yeah, okay, I'll linger at least just as long as to see Cody. This person here says, does WWE actually think we believe Seth won't be at WrestleMania? I can't see anyone with a brain actually believing this. Well, they you know, I, I can't either. <laughs> and, and listen, no, of course, they, of course, no. I think they think you know it's an angle. But apparently they gave some people too much credit, which is <laughs> oh. rare, by the way. <laughs> Usually they give their fans no credit. This person says they're going to need a new world title. After WrestleMania, I think Cody will be the first champion. Well, my friend, in the next segment, you can call and log your Cody prediction because the Cody prediction contest is coming up after what a the full break. circle of Cody Triple H that we get from being there and 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 being one of the handpicked guys, him and Ted DiBiase Jr. and and Randy and for a second there Manu, you know, this is what's going to lead everybody into the the new WWF into the new millennium and then <laughs> We get him destroying the the whole deal with the throne when he shows up and the big overdone entrance and all these things and all these comparisons and, and jokes people have for him and Triple H to come back and actually be handed. Maybe they can get Bischoff back to get him back there and handed the championship the same way that Triple H was big gold. Can you imagine? Can you imagine full circle for Cody Rhodes? This person says, I got to see Scott Hall in Evansville, Indiana at a WCW house show. We didn't have a camera, but he still took time for us. Told him I was in a backyard wrestling fed. He told us to keep at it, and maybe we would be in a ring together someday. He kept my dream alive for years because of that. This person says, I've been sober 52 days and counting. It's a long road, but it's all going to be worth it. Well, good work, dude. Good work. Really. What else have we got here in the email bin? People are just mad because the Cody hype made them waste their time watching Raw. Or they are just desperate for something exciting on WWE television. Eh, they want something to tweet, something to throw on the IG, bitch about something. It's Cody, really. If you hate him that much, is he worth the effort? Think about that. We have got the lineup for the show coming up tonight, the NXT show. Cameron Grimes, Santos, Escobar. Winner gets a spot in the North American title ladder match. A kid, just some kid, a kid will be facing Kushida. A kid? Indy Hartwell versus Persia Parada. Oh, my. Sarai versus <laughs> Tiffany Stratton. And there will be a, yes, on NXT tonight, a Miz TV with Dolph Ziggler. Get your uh, phones ready, everybody. Here's a phone number, 844-913-2727. 844-913-2727. Your Cody predictions after the break. Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sembravivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know, some geek. Because mm-hmm. Brian only gives himself good prizes. Why don't you get out your prize from when you won the prediction contest, Mike? The, uh, the plaque here? Yeah, I know some of you on the chat have won the prediction contest. Got a sweet plaque. So why don't you... Uh, why don't you let everybody know this is no joke? 
Well, it's a prediction contest. Black. Hold on now. Yeah, we got it. Ah, forget it. Anyway, the point is you're going to get a prize, everybody. So here's the thing. Hold on now. The phone lines are open, 844-913-2727. The phone lines are already packed, so keep trying. And uh, put your prediction in. And I know everyone's going to want to be dumb, but, like, there's a prize here. So try to make the most accurate prediction, the most accurate, realistic prediction. And at the end of the year, we're going to play this back, uh, read the predictions, have a hearty laugh at some of you nerds, and we're going to give away a prize. That sound good? Sounds good to me. You got it? Where is it? I, 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 I you, you finally gave up after all. I, I couldn't find it, but I did find the uh, the blueprint to become a pro wrestler. Oh, dude, get out of here. We got to take Written these Written by the boogie man, Jimmy Valiant. All right, let's go to uh, Fulton. You're on the air. Who is this, and what is your Cody prediction? Hey, this is Jacob Frazier. From, yeah, make sure you, make sure you uh, give your name, everybody, at least the first name. Go ahead, Jacob. This is Jacob from New York. Uh, I don't know what initially is going to happen with Cody, but honestly, I think it, in my heart that later on down the year, after he is uh, out of his initial feud, he's going to revive the uh, Intercontinental Championship feuds on whatever show he's on. And uh, I think that my prediction is he's going to bring back the white Intercontinental Championship belt all right. Well, I want to. Th- yep. Yes. And it's. I hope so. I'm going to cry if so. <laughs> All right. I want to thank you very much for the call. He's going to cry to see that so. old white intercontinental championship belt back. Wow. All right. Let's go to Houston. You're on the air. What's your name? What's your Cody prediction? Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Carlos, the building from mm. Houston, Texas. Yes. Special shout out to the homies on Twitch. Uh, my prediction is by the end of the year. WWE champion Cody Rhodes will be dropping the championship to an up-and-coming Braun Breaker. All right. There we go. Now we're talking, everybody. Let's kill two birds with one stone. Cody is a success, and he puts over Braun Breaker for the championship, and I get my (laughs) $1,000. Excellent. I like that one. All right. Let's go to uh, Montreal. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Brian? This is Dalen. Uh, real quick, thanks for the birthday cameo. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, as far as Cody goes, I think um, after Roman unifies the titles, they'll have another world title. And I think the first champion for that title is going to be Edge. And Cody is going to face Edge for that title at SummerSlam. All right. I want to thank you very much for the call. You know what's funny? is like before I started taking these calls, everybody was all doom and gloom and Cody. Now when there's a prize on the line, they're like, oh, you know, I think he's going to actually be successful. It's, well, it's only funny bringing the, the, good, the good people out of the woodwork to actually state their claims and to stand up for it. That's, oh, that's my guy, I know. Where are the haters? Where are the I know haters? the haters are not cowards. I know they're trying to get through right now. They, they uh, wouldn't talk a bunch of crap behind their keyboards and not call. Never. No. All right, let's go to the phones. You're on the air, Montana. What's going on? Hi, this is <clears throat> hi. This is Jack in Montana. My prediction is that uh, at the end of the year, Cody will be WWE champion, but he'll be seen as a geek because he would be beaten by Roman Reigns at Survivor Series for the annual, you know, champion versus champion match. So, so Roman would be the SmackDown champion. He'd be the Raw champion. They do champion versus champion. Roman would beat him. Yes. All right, excellent, excellent prediction, my friend. Excellent prediction. Man, to think that you'd be one of the two champions losing to Roman Reigns champion versus champion at Survivor Series, and you would be considered a geek. 
Really? All right, let's go to uh, New York. You're on the air. What's going on? The whole promotion of WWE, you're, you're on the air. Yes, hello. This is Brett from Milwaukee. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> All right, so my prediction for Cody, I do believe that Cody will still fight Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, have a match, uh, whether Seth or Cody wins, that we're just going to get a good match. After that, I do believe that he will uh, pretty much fight for either the Intercontinental or the U.S. Uh, championship, win it, and continue building to, I believe, as one of the other uh, speakers said earlier, that Braun Breaker will get uh, brought up to the main roster, and then they'll fight. Braun Breaker will then, Cody will put over Braun Breaker, and then we'll kind of continue on from there. All right. So a lot of people predicting that Cody is going to be the one to put over Braun Breaker and Braun's uh, presumably first big championship win, uh, other than the NXT title, of course. All right. Let's go to Kenosha. You're on the air. What's going on? Hi. This is Adam from Machine, and my prediction is that Cody will fight Seth at WrestleMania, beat Seth, then fight Edge for whatever the new belt is at Backlash, hold the belt until sometime before SummerSlam, and then fight Roman for two-belt Roman, and then beat him at SummerSlam. He beats Roman? Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's a bold prediction, brother. That's a bold prediction. I want to thank you very much for the call. Man, this is what I like to hear on this show. All right, to Brattleboro, you're on the air. What's going on, if that is a real place? Where? Hey, what's going on? It is, in fact, a real place, Brattleboro, Vermont. This is Dagan. I'm calling from the landline again. What's up, Twitch homies? All right, so my prediction is that Cody returns at WrestleMania. He has the match with Seth Rollins. He loses to Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, and by the end of the year, he is released. By WWE. Released? Released. Released from the company? Because of budget cuts, Brian. They're going to budget cut Cody Rhodes by the end of the year? He's redundant. Thank you. Dagan hung up because it's a landline. He's getting charged a lot of money for that call. (laughs) All right. Denver, Colorado, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, this is Jeremy uh, in San Diego now. My prediction is um, Cody shows up at WrestleMania. He'll do the Undertaker thing where he won't show his face on TV. You know, Seth will just have an open challenge and he'll answer at WrestleMania. Mm. Uh, Cody wins. I think he'll go on to face Roman for both belts at SummerSlam and lose. And then by the end of the year, whatever they do with the Raw belt, he'll be like the top guy on Raw as a consolation prize. Let, Let me ask you this here before you get cut off. If if it's mm-hmm. going to be, how does Seth get his path to WrestleMania? Then does Sonya Deville say we have an opponent for you? You just have to show up and see what happens. Is that how that works? You can do that. I don't know. Maybe he just storms down to the ring and demands a match or something. You know, I'm he storms down and goes, "My TV broke." 
jumps out of the crowd. I had no option with my TV broken, so uh, and my phone's cellular's not working. I had to come to the show. I hope he. I hope Cody's uh, gimmick is the the alternate of you, where it's just like I had to get off my couch. I love being here every night. I wish WrestleMania was seventy eight hours a day. And it's, it's I hope Cody's he shows new up gimmick, and the anti Brian. Let's go to uh, Cave Springs, Arkansas. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. I've got a simple prediction. It's basically that he will go there and find out that the grass was greener on the other side, that they will basically hold him in place out of spite, as they often tend to do, and he will regret his decision of ever leaving. John from Arkansas, everybody. I knew one of those was coming. Yeah. Let's go to Tom's River in New Jersey. You're on the air. What's going on? What's going on? So I think uh, before the year is out. Uh, Who is this, by the way? Oh, oh, Derek from Tom's River. Thank you. Shout to the Twitch homies. Yes, yes, sir. I think uh, Cody's going to wind up feuding with Austin Theory and Vince before the end of the year. And I also think that uh, Kenta attacked Moxley. He's going to do it again. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, thank you very much for the call. I love when a prediction will never die. How about this? How about Vince is so done with trying to teach this new kid Austin theory that, you know what, this kid that we had before, this second-generation kid, this kid that said and, and has had to listen to people say that I put down his father and that I didn't use him right the first time, well, guess what, Austin theory? The code man is back with me. Call him Cody McMahon, but he's Cody Rhodes, and he's going to be at my behest teaching you on what it's like to be a real superstar in this business and to try to teach you something and to beat up Austin Theory. Bro, I'm so disgusted that you wasted time with that fantasy booking because we had Honolulu on the line and he hung up in the middle of it. Oh, that's like my fault. He was on the line that whole time. Yeah, I was about about to hit that talk button. You had a fantasy booking about Cody and Austin Theory and second generation and some kid. So? Try it again, Honolulu. Damn it, I want to hear from you. Port's Mouth, you're on the air. What's up, Brandon and Port's Mouth here. By the end of the year, um, Cody will be Intercontinental Champion. At that point, he will be in the middle of a feud with The Miz. Cody and the Miz. Oh well, it's certainly not impossible. Hey, they can look. They can, they can absolutely, positively, one hundred percent battle over uh, reality shows. You can get uh, Carmella and oh god, uh, he's back. Hurry, too. Honolulu, oh, stop. Honolulu, you're on the air. Jeez, like, Why do you is... keep hanging up? By the way. Oh god, I didn't even have time to think. Wait, hold on. Um, you I, idiot! You've uh, had plenty of time to think. There. You've called three times. Say it. <laughs> Wait, what? Say it! All right, I got. <laughs> I got a prediction where um Cody. Wait, this is about Cody, right? Hallelujah! I'm. <laughs> I'm teetering. I'm teetering on the edge. Give me a damn prediction about Cody. You got three seconds. All Cody. right, Cody's gonna go to WWE and he's gonna fight against. Uh, You're an idiot. Get out of here. (laughs) I waited all that time for that. (laughs) I have so much patience sometimes. You do? You're like a saint. (laughs) But then sometimes I don't have any patience. Simi Valley, you're on the air. What's going on? Phil from California. Who? Uh, Sorry. 
Philip from California. Philip, all right, go ahead. And I predict that at the end of the year, it will be advertised for day one in Atlanta. That will be Cody versus Roman Reigns. Day one in Atlanta. In Atlanta, Cody's hometown. Yeah, there you go. Excellent, excellent uh, prediction. Thank you very much for the call. All right, uh, last one here. Uh, Brisbane, but not Australia, just California. You're on the air. What's up? Not California. This is Ben from Kansas. And Cody will join Ring of Honor and challenge Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor championship and become the new Ring of Honor champion. Thank you for the prediction, guys. All right. There you go. So this guy didn't think he's going to WWE at all. So so does Seth work terminus then in that case? How about that? All right. Well, there you go, everybody. I'm, I'm shutting this thing down. Especially after uh, Honolulu sunk the show. <laughs> yeah, he shut it down, all right. Should've, should've known that dork was gonna ruin everything. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. There you go. A wide range of opinions. It sure was. Where were all the trolls? But where were the haters? Yeah, where were these Cody like it's he's funny gonna how flame that works. out and yeah. Funny how that works. I put myself out here on video every day, given my unpopular opinions. You think I care? Hey, nope. by the end but by these, the end of the year. These losers Oh, they're, they don't care about their unpopular opinions being words on a screen, being zeros and ones. But when it's time to actually call, cowards! Brandy versus Carmella by the end of the year. Even Honolulu called. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Got my Twitter timeline. Speaking uh-huh. of geeks. Yeah? Look at producer Rob here mocking the fact that I was called the Beast. Back in 1994 in the YWF. Yeah, I was a beast, brother. That's something you'd know nothing about. That's why you mock it, number one. And uh, also, by the way, if you scroll up a little further there on my timeline, what do we got right here? Uh, We got uh, one of the winners of the prediction contest who has uh, posted a beautiful photograph of him with... No, it's uh, David. Uh, Maybe maybe terrible posters later, but... uh, my prediction win plaque, he says. And, dude, this picture is incredible. Looks like he's standing in, like, a Roman Colosseum. There's, like, a <laughs> pillar of some sort behind him. And uh, he's got his plaque. So, it's no joke, everybody. It's no joke. Got to hear something. It's a shoot it's... contest with a with a shoot prize. Yeah. I just don't have it right here because I don't nail anything into the wall. It's all thumbtacked in and such, so. Yeah. And, and, and oh, my God. What? It's Cody? No, I, I give it the text message line, and people call it. <laughs> it's a text message line. I'm not going to answer the phone, so if you Maybe leave a message, like, I'm never going to see it. Sure, there's not like some Easter egg in your life where you're going to pick up the phone and have a conversation with somebody. I'm not who calls Sammy it. Zane. No, <laughs> it's I'm not picking. Up. I still have PTSD from getting phone calls from Tim Flowers, so no, I never pick up the phone. <laughs> never. Did you ever do that with somebody's beeper number or something like that? Put it up somewhere, and then they started blowing up? Oh, look at this, Matt Farmer. I want to hear the true story about when you lost the YWF championship in a California hotel room. Well, you see, what happened was... Oh, I hear the music. Sorry, everybody. Anyway, we got to wrap it up for today. So I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Many, many callers today. I want to thank all of the uh, the heroes that called. I want to, uh, you know... Give a big thumbs down, all the losers. But I do appreciate all of you that actually listen. And we'll be back tomorrow with more. Later on this afternoon, Landstorm, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. Brian Vitti Show tonight. Video.f4wonline.com, WrestlingObserver.com. Sign up today, everybody. You won't regret it. 
Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. You guys are